Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, That's Joy community, and welcome back to the podcast. If this is the very first episode that you are plugging into, my goodness, I am so honored to be your host. I am Cece, and today's going to be a bit unique. I mean, every week is special of its own, but I didn't really plan what's happening right now. I'm just going to continue to step and pursue all that God is telling me to do and it feels as though the Holy Spirit has aligned what is on my heart with what I even planned anyway um I'm not the biggest planner you've ever met, but I do love some structure. And at the top of the entire podcast, I obviously outlined what each episode was going to be and left room for God to move, obviously. But it just so happens that this week in this episode, I wrote down Unpacking Joy. And before I even remembered that I wrote that down, I felt earlier today, will you just remind them, just remind them what joy means what it's all about and why it is so important to have it be one of the fruits of the spirit that you get to live in that you get to walk in and that's my hope for but i did want to kick us off with a little joyful noise to begin and this week's joyful noise i really was brought back to the moment that i was headed to hawaii um it's funny, my whole family, we all rode on obviously the same plane and I bought my ticket after them because I live in Nashville, they all live in California and anyhow, I ended up getting a solo seat, like a middle seat and it's Hawaiian Airlines so you have your designated seat, it's not like Southwest which, shout out Southwest, you're the queen of everyone. Um, anyhow, I ended up sitting in a middle seat and I was like, alright Lord, whoever I'm sitting next to, like, just use me and I had just so much of that intention going in to the trip and I just was like, whoever I'm supposed to meet, whatever I'm supposed to say, I just like want to pray that I would not ignore the nudge. And sure enough, I ended up sitting next to this nice gentleman and then also to my left was a beautiful older woman. She probably looked like she was in her 60s or 70s, but um, I couldn't really make it out fully. So I ended up sitting in the middle and I didn't chat for majority of the plane ride. And honestly, y'all, I'm the type of person who can fall asleep wherever. Like literally, I can fall asleep in the middle of a dancing, like reception of a wedding at the table if I just put my head down and like just try to fall asleep I it's a gift now that I realize um how many people struggle with sleep I fully recognize how much of a gift it is and I'm so so grateful so anyhow slept for majority of it there was about an hour left of the flight and I had a stirring, just that Holy Spirit stirring that I keep talking about so much on this podcast, but it's that nudge, the nudge in your heart. And so often people are like, Cece, how do you hear from God? How do you know it's God? And um, I can't discern fully what that looks like for you, 
but I can share with you always, I will always share with you my experience of what I have felt God's voice sounds like. And typically for me, it feels like you have this this desire, this thing growing in your heart. And it's one of those things you can't shake. Like, you know when you have a thought and you let it go and then it's gone and you never think about it again? These types of nudges, y'all, just sit and rest in your heart and you can't help but give it attention because it's just so present and it's there. And so I was having one of those moments where I was like, okay, okay, I feel a nudge. I'm supposed to say something to the both of them. I'm supposed to converse. I mean, what is a a five-hour plane ride without at least saying like a couple words to the human sitting beside you, right? And don't get me wrong, sometimes I feel guilty, fall guilty of that. And there are days where I'm super tired and, you know, life happens and I don't feel like engaging. But in this moment, I was like, no, I have to spark conversation. So the guy to my right needed a pen and then we end up conversing a bit. He has a cat underneath the seat that he sedated that I didn't even know about. And so that was a, a cool moment. And then to my left, um, we got these papers, these agricultural checks. If you've ever been to Hawaii, you know you have to fill these out. And um, the woman to my left was struggling to fill it out. And I was like, do you need help? And she was like, yeah, that that would be a lot. Do you know what the date is today? And what I recognized was that she couldn't really read and make out um, what she needed to fill in for all of this information. And then lo and behold, I also found out that she's Filipino. So we instantly had that connection because as Filipinos do, you find out that someone else is Filipino and all of a sudden you're related and your cousins. It's just, it's fast, not fast friendships, but fast family. And um, one of my favorite things about being Filipino is that. So I ended up helping her fill out all of her agricultural check and uh, she's so grateful. Y'all, she's so grateful for my help. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no problem. Like, I'm sitting here anyway, right? And like, what a gift that I get to help you. So no problem. And then I felt the stirring again happen. And I was like, God, you want me to pray for her? And I just felt the the Lord just nudge me to just be like, just pray for her. Just pray for her. And I was like, well, what do I, what do I pray for her for? And so I was wanting to pause and listen because I think that that is so important too, not to rush and misstep. So I was like, okay, we have like 45 minutes still of this flight. I want to be wise and make sure that I feel the correct nudge. And this isn't the first time like that something has happened like this. In fact, I just think that the Lord's equipping me with practice um, because there's ah, gosh, maybe this is the fifth time now that this, something like this has happened. But anyhow, I just asked, Lord, what is it? Tell me what it is. And a lot of the times I'll feel a sensation within my body. And whether it's someone's knee that they feel troubled with, I'll feel a trembling in my knee. Or if it's someone's heart, I'll just feel a heaviness, a heaviness pour over my heart. And for some reason, I kept feeling like, for the woman sitting next to me that it was her blood and I was like her blood god I how do I know that it's her blood that's weird and I was like blood it's really random I don't know if I should ask that that feels really weird and I was like you know what I'm just gonna continue to get to know her and see what happens and so I'm talking to her about her life and she tells me about her grandchildren and how she lives kind of bi-coastal lives partly in California and um she lives in Hawaii as well and she's actually not in her 60s or 70s she's like 82 I believe and 
And I was like, you look fantastic for your age. Just like they say, Asians don't raisin. We love that. Um, I was like just totally hitting it off with her. And she was telling me so much about her life. And I didn't feel called depression that moment to pray. But as we were getting off the plane, we landed and um, we're talking about all the things to do in Hawaii. I'm telling her I want to find a church here while uh, we're here because it'll be Easter Sunday. And she's giving me tips and whatnot. We're talking about God. It's such a moment, y'all. Anyhow, I still don't pray for her. And as I'm walking off the gate, uh, I knew she had a checked bag too. And I was like, you know what? I need to follow the nudge. And when we get to the checked bags, I'm going to ask if I can pray for her because I don't want to miss this moment. And that's been a big prayer for myself lately is God, help me not miss the moment. And I don't know if you're if I have any fellow sevens out there, sevens on the Enneagram, but one of the things that sevens struggle with or grow into I guess you can say is being present in the moment and not letting the moment pass and so um, it's something that I actively work on and I was like all right I'm gonna do it and she grabs her bag and I see she's in a wheelchair and she has help um, someone guiding her in the wheelchair but I quickly go up to her and I was like Sharon can I can I pray for you I just feel so heavy on my heart that um, the Lord wants me to pray for you. If if you're willing, I would love to. And she was like, oh my gosh, I would love that. And so I just start going. And I was like, Holy Spirit, let it be not my words, but your words. And I was like, okay, um, how do I bring up that I felt like it was her blood? You know, like that's really random. But at the end, um, I had asked her and I was like, is there anything wrong with... Um, your health you said that you're very healthy um is there anything wrong with that and she had mentioned y'all that she had high blood pressure and that was it and i was like that makes so much sense that there isn't much more to to your health because you're literally like traveling and walking and she got the wheelchair because she just didn't want to like walk to <laughs> to the um where the luggages are but i was like you're so healthy so it makes sense that it literally was high blood pressure. And that's why I got the the download from God that it was her blood. And so I begin to pray over her high blood pressure that the Lord would provide healing for that and that we are believing and walking into everything that the Lord has for her and we trust him so much and we're just thankful for this new friendship and it just was such a sweet sweet joyful moment and one of those moments that I just want to put in my back pocket and never forget. And um I just had to share that with y'all because I don't don't want you to listen to this and think holy moly how did cc do that because the thing is there's nothing about me like it literally isn't me you guys it's god's children it's his sons and daughters it's you who has the same ability and the same gift if you just continue to walk closely and walk with him he will show you and that's, that's, it sounds so wild. And I'm sure there are people listening who maybe won't believe me. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But more than anything, that, let that be the joyful noise of the week. Because I just want it to inspire you. 
Like truly, I want it to inspire you to listen to the nudges on your heart, whether it be a homeless person that you're walking by, maybe it's not a money exchange that you give, but you lay hands on him and you pray for him. Like, I don't know what this looks like for y'all, but I just don't want you to ignore the nudges because I truly believe that if we all listened just a little bit more and lean in to all of the nudges that are on our hearts, we would see the world change. I said that before and I'll say it again. I believe that. I believe it so, so much. So today's episode is unpacking joy. We're just going to bring it back because I feel like I haven't talked about the specifics of joy in a hot minute in a couple episodes. And honestly, um, there is no script. I just feel called to read James 1 fully. So if you have never read it, um, I'm opening the Bible to James 1. Um, We're going to start at actually verse one and then read through verse 16 oh excuse me verse 18 and i have the csb version so if you want to open your bible up right now and press pause and read it with me that would be amazing but um okay james a servant of god and of the lord jesus christ to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad greetings Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, without doubting for the doubter is like the surging sea driven and tossed by the wind that person should not expect to receive anything from the lord being double-minded and unstable in all his ways let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exaltation but let the rich boast in his humiliation because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises and together with the scorching wind dries up the grass. Its flower falls off and its beautiful appearance perishes. In the same way, the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. Blessed is the one who endures trials, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. No one undergoing a trial should say, I am being tempted by God, since God is not tempted by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone, but each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. But when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. By his own choice, he gave us birth by the word of truth so that we would be a kind and first fruits of his creatures. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that word. James 1 verses 1 through 18, y'all, is so 
powerful. And the leading verse of this podcast that I always mention is that first one, right? James 1 verse 2, consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials. I, I've been thinking about this, especially because the other day, one of my friends had asked me and she had said, how do you not get phased? How are you not tossed and just equally or not equally, but easily, I should say, how are you not easily shaken by the things that happen in your life, whether it be stressors or difficulties or anything of that nature? Like you just seem a bit unbothered is what she was going for. And I was humbled by every measure um, by this question because I just kept thinking, man, uh, what a gift that the way that I can show up during trials and tribulations is one that my friend sees as perseverance. That is all God and not me because those have been all blessings that I have been given by God. And you get to be given those blessings too. And it's a choice in how we walk. And so her main question was, how do you walk? And I kept thinking, man, I think more people need to hear this. And she had mentioned, she was like, Has, have you always been that way? And I said, actually, I think it's because of the trials and because of the losses that I've had in my life that have made me be this way. And if we're going to dive in, we're going to just dive in. I told her that I have lost about six great great losses in my life and four of which are all four grandparents I no longer have grandparents existing on earth side Uh, both of my parents of my father passed and both of my parents of my mother have passed and it started from a young age my mom's dad passed when I believe I was under 10 years old um my dad's dad passed when I was about 12 or 13 years old my dad's mom who was honestly one of my best friends biggest heroes I love so much was one of the greatest pains of my life she passed when I was in college and then most recently um another big big hero of mine was my mom's mom she lived to the rich age of 98 years old and she passed last year And the two other losses are great losses that aren't found in the form of um, life ending, I guess you can say, but they were just as strong as losses in my life in that the first one was my parents' divorce. Um, Walking through the season of your parents divorcing in eighth grade, going into high school was honestly just such a such a season that really shaped me shaped me in a lot of ways and honestly that can probably be a podcast of its own but the other loss was my older brother's divorce and that was such a loss for me because they have been together since I was 
really, really young. They were together for 13 years and uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think I was in fifth grade, sixth grade. Anyhow, it was majority of my growing years, some of the most important years of your adolescence. Um, she was a part of it and no longer having her in the picture um, was a really, really big challenge for me and something that felt like a really big loss because it meant so much to me. Their relationship meant so, so much to me. And granted, every direction of the divorces, by the way, we're at such a good place today. Praise God for that. Um, but I just I want to mention the losses and I want to mention the the various trials because I think a lot of the times... Um, we can look at people on the internet, on TikTok, on podcasts, on Instagram, and just think, man, they just haven't had it hard, or man, they just haven't had it or gone through the things that I have gone through. And to that, I say that, I, that could still be true. All of these things could be things that you have gone through and then you've gone through more and i i want to honor you and say that i'm sorry that you had to walk through and maybe you're walking through right now a really hard season a really really tough trial i just want to honor you and there is no weight right to each of our trials each person's trial god sees and he pours love and love and love over each trial so we can't equate a certain weight to how deep or how heavy um, someone's trial versus someone else's trial right the point that i'm trying to make here is rooted back to the question of what my friend asked and she's like how do you manage it so well and not let it bother you not let things bother you that do come up and here's the thing i think that what verses james 1 3 says because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let's lead into four it says and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing gosh this is such a word y'all those trials are shaping you. Those trials are, are giving you tools to add to your tool belt for every other obstacle ahead of you. And in fact, every other obstacle ahead, you will face that each one differently. Each one a bit stronger because of the trials that you've walked through. And a lot of the times we look at each of these things and they're just mountains in front of us. And we're like, I, I don't know how the heck I'm going to see the other side. I don't know how I'm going to get out. But I just want to tell you friend to friend, the light is on the other side. The sun will rise. The sun is going to rise. There will be light again. You just have to hang on and pray and pray and lean into the nudges and open the word and just surround yourself with people who are going to bring you closer to God. And I'm telling you, there's going to be joy. And the joy will be as numerous as the, the stars in the sky, just so abundant and overflowing in your life. And I just need you to believe it. Like it just, it says in here too, right? I hope you go back and read it again for yourself. But it says that he doesn't want unbelievers. He wants believers. And that's even believing right now that you will have joy, that you can have joy, that joy is for you.
And the trials that you come up against, it's a thank you this time around because you know that how you're going to walk through it is going to be so much different than how you walked through the last one. And you're sharper and you're wiser and you're stronger now, this time around. And what a gift it is to be to be able to be sharpened by God in this way. It's such a gift. So I hope that your perspective on joy shifts because it's something that we get. It's a gift. It is truly, truly a gift. And I just want y'all to be so excited as well because our one of my mentors is going to be on the podcast soon and she's going to be talking about the fruits of the spirit, one being joy, and we're going to unpack it and it's going to be so, so good. So y'all, if you love this episode, I would love to know what your favorite part of this episode was. Um, shoot me a text. You can shoot me a text. That's going to be 615-813-4813. If you're not following me on social yet, you can follow me at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O at on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can also find us at That's Joy, the podcast on both of those as well. If you have not subscribed, rated, and left a review for That's Joy, friends, it would mean the freaking world to me. It actually adds up tremendously and it means more than you know. So I appreciate those two minutes that you get to do that after this so, so much. And I'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or or if you've already been saved, but you aren't truly free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you, there is abundance here. There is an overflow here, and there is so much joy to be had and to be experienced here. And I'm here to tell you that God's for you. He's never against you. All he wants you to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you and he wants to meet with you and I am so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I would love to know you. Shoot me a text to the number in the show notes so I could be praying for you. I just so appreciate y'all for coming back every week and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with you next time. Thank you so much for being here.